0: You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys, Tim Takas, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takas McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready because aging starts now.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 84 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Tim Takis, certified elder law attorney and partner at Takeus McGinnis Elder Care Law. Annual enrollment for Medicare kicks off in a couple of days. This is the time that everyone needs to review their plan to make sure it will wor- st- it will still work for them in the coming year. Joining us is our own Medicare specialist, Josh Hunter, to share his top tips for navigating Medicare and make sure you choose the best plan for you. Welcome, Josh.
2: Thanks, Tim. Glad to be here.
1: So, first of all, Josh, why don't we just talk about, just defined terms, what is open enrollment annual enro- or annual enrollment for Medicare? I think that's a good thing
2: to clarify. Yes, sir. Um, So the annual enrollment period is October 15th through December 7th. And what this allows people to do, both on original Medicare and Medicare Advantage, is to check on their drug coverage or if their Medicare Advantage, their their plan as a whole, to make sure it's going to be the best fit for them for the upcoming year. So any changes that you make between October 15th and December 7th would normally go into effect January 1st of that upcoming year. Now, open enrollment has been kind of brought in to describe something else. The Medicare Advantage open enrollment period is January 1st through March 31st, and it does all the same things annual enrollment does but it's just for Medicare Advantage people. And those changes, if you make a change during January 1st and March 31st, just goes into effect the first of the next month. So if you change something in February, it would go into effect March 1st.
1: So basically the open enrollment, which begins January 1, that applies to people who are in a Medicare managed care plan, right?
2: That's exactly right. It only applies to people who are already in a Medicare Advantage plan.
1: Okay. And, and you mentioned, Josh, about annual enrollment, which is, I guess I'll call it traditional Medicare. And I think you've mentioned that you said now's the time for people to, to review their plans. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about what plans should people be reviewing?
2: Yes. So the annual enrollment period that October 15th through December 7th is for anybody on Medicare. Now, if you have original Medicare, that's the opportunity for you to check out your drug coverage for the upcoming year. So they're really just going to be looking at their Part D. Now, for those individuals who are on Medicare Advantage, you can't change just one piece of that plan. So you're looking at your whole plan, the entire Medicare Advantage plan, on if you want to change something for the upcoming year.
1: So, for, so just for instance... Let's say that you don't like, uh, with your Medicare Advantage plan, you don't like maybe the drug coverage that you have, Mm -hmm. but you like all the rest of it.
2: Well, sadly, you can't pick and choose. You have to either keep your current Medicare Advantage plan or change it in its entirety because Medicare Advantage is an all-in-one alternative.
1: Right. So you're swallowing your Medicare whole Essentially, with uh, a Medicare Advantage plan. That's right. And you can't just pick out what little parts you don't like, you know, that don't taste good to you.
2: Yes, sir. That that's exactly right.
1: Okay, good. So, all right. So, let's say you know, for those of us who are old enough, who are already on Medicare, like me, let's say I'm happy with my uh, with my plan with with what I've got. You know, do I still need to participate in annual enrollment or open enrollment?
2: That's a great question. And yes, sir, you do. And what I like to tell people, I I don't necessarily care if you loved your plan or you hate your plan, because what we're checking on is what's the best option for you next year. So regardless of if it was good or bad, drug plans are allowed to change anything they want for the upcoming year. Mm -hmm. They can change their premium, their deductibles, um, or even the tiers of their medications, all the way down to if they want to cover or not cover a medication altogether. So you need to check every year just to make sure it's the best fit for you. And there can be some pretty major changes from year to year.
1: So the takeaway here is just because you like your plan this year doesn't mean the same plan is going to be there next year.
2: Exactly right. It's likely going to change in some way, and you need to put eyes on it and make sure it's going to be the best fit for you. Hmm. And Because if you don't and you, you miss that en- enrollment period to look, you're stuck with that plan for the next year. Gotcha. And sometimes that can really rack up some unneeded expenses.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that to me that makes sense because you're going. All right, well, yeah, I've been with this company for the last five years, and you know, and I'm going to assume that a lot of people don't really think about um, how much it may have changed a couple years ago, either for good or for bad or whatever it is, but. You know, I guess they're figuring that, well, if it's not hurting me now, it won't hurt me f- in the future. So don't you're, assume. Don't you're assume.
2: right. You're right. It's that old phrase of if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Um, that logic doesn't really apply to this. And I, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people come in in February and say, Josh, I don't understand why my medications are so much more expensive, or I don't understand why they're not covering my medication. And it's because the plan had changed.
1: Mm-hmm. So this, I, I'm going to assume this also applies to the open enrollment for Medicare Advantage. You yes, at least sir. Want to, you, at least you want to check that out.
2: Yes, sir, for the exact same reasons, right? Except it can even be, well, I would say it's even scarier for people on Medicare Advantage because doctors can change their contracts with Medicare Advantage plans. So not only do you have to be concerned about your medications, but what if your doctors do or do not take your current plan for the next year? It can really, you know, jeopardize your entire health coverage at that point.
1: Okay. So how am I going to know that, that my doctor changed plans?
2: Well, if you didn't look, you wouldn't know. Um, Unless you're lucky. Sometimes, you know, these small local doctors are nice enough to let their patients know, but typically the bigger places like hospitals or, or larger groups don't have time to do that. So the best way to get that information is by giving them a quick call and saying, hey, I'm intending on either changing my plan and do you take this plan or I'm sticking with my current plan and just want to make sure you guys are still, you know, contracted with them next year.
1: So is that the best way to I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, how do I call the hospital or, you know, or, you know, I mean, who knows who I'm going to get? No, you
2: like, you try to get somebody in a business office. And yes, I, I've called a hospital directly before. Um, if you're going to do that, you need to have a really specific question to ask them. Uh, for example, if you call and say, "Do you take Medicare Advantage?" That really doesn't help you, and it doesn't help them. Um, even if you say, "Do you take Blue Cross?" That that doesn't help them either. You would need a really specific question. You know, does, does this office work with Blue Advantage Sapphire for twenty twenty two? Okay. Um, and they can they can usually give you a yes or no on that pretty easy.
1: Okay. So is that is there like a public database like on Medicare? like Medicare.gov or something, that people can find that?
2: Well, not necessarily the information about doctor contracts. Sadly, you have to call for that. You can either call the plan or you can call your doctor. Either way. I typically find calling the doctor easier than calling the plan. All right. And if you're wanting to use Medicare.gov, it's very helpful for finding plans, and it can be helpful for checking out your drug coverage options. But the one qualifier I give to that is if you're not used to seeing how that website works every day, it can be very, very tricky. And I see people all the time get mixed up and sometimes even enroll in the wrong drug plan because they misread oh that website. It's really not user-friendly, okay.
1: sadly. Yeah, so we don't like tricky around here, do we?
2: No, we do not. We like okay. it clear and simple as much as possible.
1: All right. So, um, so, if you're unhappy with your plan, I think you've kind of explained that. You know, either with you know with your Advantage plan, and what if you want to switch to Medicare to traditional Medicare?
2: Oh, is that, so is that we're a doable about thing? The road. Yeah. Well, that that brings some unique concerns. So, for individuals who want to switch from Medicare Advantage over to Original Medicare, that's a total change in coverage, right? A whole different approach. And the single biggest concern they need to think about for that change is guaranteed issue rights. This is a really important phrase that means you can pick out a supplement plan with Original Medicare without dealing with medical underwriting. If you do not have guaranteed issue rights, they're gonna put you through medical underwriting and they can either raise your premium or completely deny you coverage, which can be devastating. Because if you have original Medicare and you don't have a supplement, you're on the hook for twenty percent. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So how do I know that they're going to? Uh, how do I know that there's going to be guaranteed issuance or not? Where do I find that information?
2: Well, that's a good question, and and sadly, you don't have to look anywhere. It's a pretty easy easy answer. Individuals who are new to Medicare get guaranteed issue rights one time. After that, you generally are not going to have guaranteed issue rights. Now, if your company or the the plan you're working with, your Medicare Advantage plan, were to completely leave the system or something wholly out of your control was to occur, they may offer you guaranteed issue rights, but that's very, very rare. So typically, people do not have guaranteed issue rights, so they really need to be careful switching back.
1: So the assumption is, is that there are not guaranteed issuance rights. Yes, sir. It,
2: that's right. Unless right. you're brand new to Medicare for the first time.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's just, that's the real takeaway there.
2: Yes, sir. That can be a major piece.
1: All right. So let's say you've, you've switched to traditional Medicare. Uh, why would people even want to switch to traditional Medicare?
2: Well, there's a pretty big difference in how original Medicare and how Medicare Advantage work from the point of view of the beneficiary. So individuals on original Medicare can go see anybody who takes Medicare. It's a little bit more convenient in form of a nationwide program, but it can be more expensive, right? But on the other hand, individuals on Medicare Advantage are limited by who they can see. If a doctor is out of network, they're not allowed to work with that individual. And I've seen a great many beneficiaries who get upset about that. They want to see the doctors. They want to see and maybe there's a particular specialist they really need to work with and if they're outside of that network i see people often consider switching back to original medicare so they don't have that limitation
1: okay so josh what do you, what do you do for your for our clients i mean you review their medicare options is that what you're you're getting started on now
2: I do. I do. That's a big piece of the puzzle here at the firm is reviewing Medicare options every year. But the easy way I would explain it is I can really do everything Medicare related except supplemental coverage enrollment. So when we have clients who are new to Medicare for the first time, I can walk them through that. I can tell them how to get enrolled in Medicare and help them set up their coverage correctly from the beginning and discuss a lot of these big concepts with them. I can help them enroll and change their drug plan as they need to. And I can do the same thing with Medicare Advantage and making sure they get the best fit if that's the option they choose. Um, But mostly I would say that the more important piece is that we really want to make sure people understand what their options are and make good educated decisions.
1: So let's just clarify a little bit, uh, you know, you, you're, you're going to start looking at the, our, our clients, Medicare options, whether they're on Medicare Advantage or, or traditional Medicare. Uh, this is, this is a part of your, your job at the, at, at, at Takeus McGinnis Care Law, right? Yes, sir. Right. And, and, you know, just so everybody knows is that uh, we don't make any money, you know, we don't sell product here, Right.
2: That's exactly right. We are unbiased Medicare counseling, just Helping people find their best option.
1: Right. We don't have any. We don't have any ties or any alignments with any providers or or whatever it is. I just want people to know that.
2: And that's an important piece to help people find their right plan.
1: Right. Because I know that a lot of seniors right now, people who are certainly people who are on Medicare, are getting calls or postcards or whatever for companies that you know, call us and we'll review your Medicare options. And uh, what's what's your advice on, on some of those, Josh?
2: Well, I think you're exactly right in that people are going to be bombarded right now with information and people wanting you to give them a call. And I really advise caution. Be careful with doing that. If it's a company that you're already working with, it's probably information you want to read over and make sure you understand. For example, if you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance and you get something from Blue Cross Blue Shield, you need to read that over. But if it's marketing material, you you may want to just either set that aside until you get the opportunity to work with somebody who does this every day or find somebody who does because it can really mislead you and not trying to dog everybody, but there are moments where these individuals have an agenda that may not be your best interest. Some of them are just looking for sales, and it can really hurt your insurance.
1: So tell us a little bit more about the uh, SHIP program, SHIP. I know we've done a podcast on it in the past, but...
2: We have. um, The State Health Insurance Assistance Program is a government program that helps individuals with their Medicare coverage much in the same way that I do our clients here. It's free to the public. It covers all of the state. Uh, and it can be very, very helpful for individuals who don't know where to turn. The good news, that actually, I used to work for SHIP before I came to work at the firm. That's my Medicare background. And it's the same motto of unbiased Medicare counseling. And thankfully, they have a hotline that's just... Uh, easy to call, regardless of where you are in the state, and they're going to point you to the closest people near you.
1: Right. So typically, you know, we're doing this for our clients. So, you know, really, if you're if you're not a client of Takeus McGinnis Elder Care Law, we rec- would recommend that you probably look into your into your local ship program. And as yes. I understand that, there are ship programs essentially all fifty states and. That's know, exactly in, right. In, it's in a County. federal
2: program that covers all of America now. You have a local ship somewhere near
1: you. Right. You know, so anybody that is, you know, and it's free, as far as I know, it's not means tested. So you don't have to be. Uh, it is not. Right. So you don't have to be uh, indigent or meet some medical or, or financial criteria in order to, uh, uh, to get advice from them
2: exactly right anybody can get help from ship if they're new to medicare if they've been on medicare for years and years regardless of your medicare question that's really your local medicare help
1: yes and i would also emphasize and i think ship works the same way is is that uh, merely because you called us you call josh and you work with josh and you're a client of the firm it doesn't mean that you that you're required to take josh's advice
2: That's exactly right. I I always try to present options, and SHIP does the same thing. They'll tell you what they think is best. I'll tell you what I think is best. And you get to ultimately weigh the pros and cons and and make that educated decision. You know, as long as you know what you're wanting to do, we're happy with it.
1: Okay. Any other tips for us, Josh? I'll make sure you get you
2: some help this year. There's definitely changes coming next year, and there's no reason to pay unnecessary money.
1: Great. Well, thanks so much. Then that's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now.